Welcome back, everybody. This is Audrey. Hi, everyone. This is Amberin. And we are Trials of the TBR. Yes. <laughs> we hope you Ooh. all enjoyed this week's pick. Oh, this was this was an interesting one. Yeah, let's I... just jump into this one. You know. Okay. This was your pick, so you can this go for was... feel about the book, like all together. Kind of slow. Okay. To start. Um yeah. and I was kind of like I thought it would be a little bit more fantasy because it's like he sells his soul essentially. Like that's how everyone always explains it. They're like, oh my god, yeah, he like sells his soul to this. But painting. there was no soul selling. He just made a he wish. just made a comment. Yeah. So and- that was underwhelming. Like, okay. like I was versus, I was underwhelmed. It was kind of like you were expecting like an evil entity or the devil or something to appear and say, Hey, let's make a bargain. Or like, like him to himself, you know? You know, come like almost like something kind of maybe beauty and the beast like, like he just interacted with the wrong person. Yeah. Maybe cursed. Like I just thought it would be a little bit more than like you know, a, like a 19 year old, like, I don't want to get old. Like, okay. <laughs> no one wants... it, was. it was, it was a 19 year old going, oh man, I don't want to get old. I wish the painting would get old and boom, it happens. And then and... I didn't really like, I liked how at first he's like, oh my God, the painting changed. I messed up. I need to be better. And then he doesn't. No, because can we talk about his toxic friendship? Oh my God, with what is it, Henry? Harry? Henry? Henry? Lord Henry, that I wanted to punch. Like, this book is just a big fat warning to toxic friends. Yeah. Like, and having them in your life. Because I, I, it's like a cycle of toxicity and almost. Weirdly, I I wouldn't say abuse, but it was just Henry had this hedonistic, pleasureful lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. That he just like talked about, and then he influenced Dorian, and then Dorian went and apparently ruined fifty bajillion lives. He just didn't care. He just did not give up. He was just like, wah, wah, I'm going to do what I want, and you're just like, oh. I love how it frustrated me about like reading about it they're like oh like they would whisper he did all these horrible things and you never fully heard all the horrible things he did you just no. hinted about it it's like oh you ruined this person's life oh you broke this person's heart oh like three people like took their lives because of you but it was never fully explained all the- i mean you can kind of you got the gist of it you know yeah but it wasn't fully explained so you were like left up to your imagination as to what all he did and of course, which made it ten times worse. So yeah, it's it like, thanks, and Oscar. I think it's also a classic. So sometimes it was like hard to read. Like I got kind of drowsy at some parts because I was like, yeah. "This is just a lot." Um, There's a lot of inner monologuing, kind of. Yeah, a lot. And I guess because I always read so much romance, I'm so used to like the chapters being like. <laughs> this is going to be so-and-so's chapter. This one's from this person's point of view. And then it like 
And sometimes you had to like read like a paragraph or two to be like, oh, okay, I'm at like Lord Henry's like family brunch. Yeah. I'm not with like Dorian or Dorian it'll be or- like, or it was like, especially at like the beginning, it'd be like Basil's point of view but yeah. Henry and Dorian keep talking and taking over. Yeah. And you're just like, what? what? It, so, but again, it's a classic. Is it the worst classic I've ever read? Absolutely not. Um, do I think there are some underlying tones from Oscar Wilde's like personal life? Yeah, I think there's yeah. some. It's not like how he talked about how Basil talks about art being the reflection of the artist not the sitter mm-hmm. you know I've, that would be like like if this book kind of reflected parts of oscar wilde's life not but that i, I know was... about his life i need to like look more into it like i need to like i want, want to, to kind of break apart this book and just this would been... be a really good like literary circle let's yeah break it down let's do like two chapters at a time not just like read it and analyze it as a whole this is one of those books that like if to fully grasp it and like I didn't do it justice I'll be honest you need to annotate you need to be highlighting you need to be making notes in the margins like yeah there was like a few things where I was like I don't understand what he's talking about so I had to like google search it really quick um like that whole part was it I don't know if it was a whole chapter or like a few paragraphs in a chapter where he was talking about where they it was talking about his um obsessions that he had every few months you know first it was music and then it was like yeah. cloth or something like that whatever um but there was like maybe a few things during the music section where i was like i don't understand what that instrument is or i don't know what he's talking about so i'll have to look those up now um, i did download the libby app on my fire tablet finally nice so instead of like transferring books over to my kindle yeah um, it just automatically opens it because we're in the process of moving so uh-huh. could not find my paper copy so i had to rent it from libby and for whatever reason it wasn't letting me send it to the kindle so i had to read it on the libby mm-hmm. what was really nice is it let me highlight words and dictionary them like directly right there yes. while reading it uh yes. so there were some and that also slowed me down and got a little exhausting. I was like, okay, I have now Googled dictionaried five words <laughs> in two paragraphs. Um, and I'm not saying that I'm like uncultured or like the most cultured, but I was like, ah, some chapters, it was a few more words than I was prepared. Well, I mean, this is like a whole different level of English than Mm-hmm. what we generally speak and think in you know mm-hmm. plus this was what the 1800s and it's in england so it and is english. different than american yeah so the vernacular is different the word usage is different it's like yeah it's very different and it's <laughs> like i said it's been a while since i've read i've went into the classics so i was like hold on let me get back into the classic field because i've been reading more um I've been reading other stuff, obviously. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I kind of, I need to get back into this feeling again, just so. But it was good. I mean, for who we are today and what I tend to read, I would maybe give this like a hard three, like, like a hard three. Um, yeah. 
I would recommend it to someone who wants something maybe a little bit darker, a little bit older. Um, but would I reread this? Maybe not. But that's because I enjoy books that I can sit there and read in like two days and just be like, <laughs> disassociate for a hot minute. And this is not a book you can disassociate with. Like it almost makes if you think about your own life. If you disassociate, you're going to get lost in like the next sentence because you're like, wait, what just happened? Yeah. Whereas like when you read like Tessa Bailey, like I just picture myself walking through New York at Christmas time. <laughs> it's like, great. This is this. Look, I can be in this world with these characters. This one was yeah. not one of those. But again, this one, it's older. Like, yeah, I I agree with you. I would give it a three just because it's not it's not one of my favorites. Um, I don't particularly like any like the story itself is interesting, you know, and it's very like dark, gothic, whatever. Um, I like the premise of the story. I don't mm -hmm. like any of the characters. Mm -hmm. I couldn't fully relate to any of the characters. Mm -mm. Um, like Lord Henry, screw him. I hate him. I don't like him at all. The worst friend ever. I felt so sad and so, like, I felt I had so much pity for Basil because he was—he yeah. even warned Henry. He was like, please don't mess with this guy, this kid, like my current muse, you know? Like, he's so pure and so unbothered by the world. Don't turn him away from that. And then what does he do? He turned away from all, Just yeah pretty much destroys him and he in turn it's like he created a whole new monster that went and destroyed so many other people in so many years yeah, yeah. you know so i would i would give it a three just because of those reasons like i didn't i enjoyed it um in a sense but i did not i couldn't connect to any of them so that's i fair. would give it a three that's fair mm. but but out of other classics I've read, which haven't been many, mm -hmm. it'd probably be like a four out of other classics. Because I will always, always compare all classics back to Old Man in the Sea. Because that book was the bane of my existence. It is the bane of my existence. <laughs> and I don't understand anyone who's like, oh, Old Man in the Sea is so good. You know what? I love that for you. We are not the same. <laughs> So well, is it, it better than to... Old Man in the Sea? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> we had to read, we read Old Man in the Sea in 10th, 10th grade. Ooh. And Eighth. I remember I our teacher like handing it down, handing it to us, like class copy. And we were sitting there and reading it or skimming through it. And she was talking to us about it. And as she was talking to us about it, um, I read the whole book and then she was like okay now you guys can read like go ahead and start and so I just sat there and I'm like I'm just gonna work on the questions that we had to work on and she got mad at me and she was as she was asking me like why aren't you reading it everybody sitting behind me started laughing because they're like she literally just sat there and read the whole book while you were talking I mean it's a short book but it sucks <laughs> and I was like this is personally so in boring. my in my opinion, that book sucks. I would also read Of Mice and Men before I read Old Man of the Sea again. Uh, I would read 
War and Peace before I read that. But wow. yeah, I mean, out of all the classics that I've read, that's this one, the picture of Dorian Gray would be like low on the totem pole. That's fair. Well, so, yeah. what? So we're sticking with classics for one more book. We're sticking what? with classics and we're sticking with gothic horror. Um, So I'm excited because our next pick is going to be The Turn of the Screw, which if you've seen, do you remember the TV show, uh, The Haunting of Hill House and yeah. uh, Haunting of Bly Manor? So season two was called Bly Manor and the turn of the screw is By what Henry Bly James. Manor's... Yeah. Okay. The turn of the screw is what Bly Manor is based off of. Oh, okay. And those, those like the horror TV shows, I love them. I would watch them over and over again, but I haven't, I actually have not read turn of the screw. So I'm excited to read it. I'm excited too. I just downloaded it on my Libby. That's what I'm looking at. Very nice. Do you want to read the, the description for it? Oh, sure. Um, Turn of the Screw is a ghostly gothic tale by Henry James, a masterpiece in ambivalence and the uncanny. The Turn of the Screw tells the story of a young woman who is hired as governess to sue to two to seemingly innocent children in an isolated country house. As the tale progresses, she begins to see the ghost of her dead predecessor. Or does she? The story is so ambivalent and eerie, such a psychological thriller that few can agree on exactly what takes place. James masters the strange and sinister embroidered on the very type of this normal and easy in this chilling Victorian classic. I'm so excited. Now, like... It's September. It's getting towards spooky season. I'm already like keeping in mind what all I want to buy to decorate for Halloween because as soon as soon as I can, I will start decorating. So now it's gotten me in the mood to like read more scary novels and watch a few of my favorite scary shows. So I will be binging those pretty soon. <laughs> so what else? Are you reading anything else? Um... My other book club that I'm a part of, they, we call it the DBC. It's the Dirty Book Club. Um, mm. We are reading the Bromance Book Club. We're reading book number one. I've gotten everyone onto that series and it makes me so happy. Hey. Like I will easily reread that whole series. Very nice. So, okay. You just said your book club. So besides my neighborhood book club, a friend of a friend um, on Facebook earlier, like a week or so, she was like, hey, who wants to join an online book club? We could do like a Zoom meeting and talk about books and whatnot. So I was like, sure, why not? Because anymore, you let me see how many book clubs I can fit into my calendar, right? Um, so this, this club is called Spines and Wines. Oh, cute. Right? I love her. She picked the, the name for it and everything. And um, so for that book club, we're reading Under the Whispering Door by TJ Klune. Okay. Which is, um, like, it's his, I think, his second published novel. 
um, after House by the Cerulean Sea. And then okay. for my neighborhood book club, we're doing um, spooky, like Halloween romance novels. So our um, coming up. And so we're going to read Payback's a Witch. Oh, cute. And the premise for that one is like, this witch goes back to her hometown and finds out that her best friend is dating her ex or like she, the guy she used to like, but he's two-timing her best friend with another girl. And so all three of the girls team up to get revenge on him. Oh. So it's like a very spooky uh, The Other Women movie. Do you remember with Cameron Diaz and forgot her name? But she's really funny, like a redhead funny actress. Which movie? It's, it's called The Other Women. Oh my god, that's my favorite mo- one of my favorite movies. <laughs> yes, Where's it has movie? um. Oh my gosh, Leslie Mann was, was that her name? I can't I can't remember. Leslie Mann, it's Leslie Mann, yeah. Cameron Diaz, and Kate Upton. Kate Upton, yes, and so it's like the wife, the mistress, the girlfriend, all get revenge on the guy, and so this yes. this book um payback's a witch is like to me it sounds like a halloween witchy version of that movie oh cute yeah so i love that everything right now like these next upcoming reads that i have are sounds really fun and exciting oh good i'm excited for ours yes but it'll be nice to have a have a little bit of a, a a comfort book going at the same time for me. <laughs> I'm glad you got them all into your oh my favorite god. Movie. Yeah, my the other girl who mentioned this book, she's like, Yeah, I'm on book two. I was like, it's the best series. I've read all five. And she's like, <laughs> Oh my god, really? I was like, Yes, the th- like the fourth book is the Russian. She goes, Shut up, he has his own. I was like, Yes. And so I love when everyone else is obsessed with the Russian too. I'm like, the Russian's the best character in this whole series. We have to go meet her one day. Like I would love to meet her. We have to. Like if if she ever comes on tour anywhere, I will keep track and I will let you know. <laughs> we'll have to meet her. Like it's amazing. I wish you they would like make it a TV show. I mean, that would be interesting. That would be really fun to watch. And like a, every series would be a different book because they all go together but they also are so different at the same time kind of like how they're doing the bridgerton series every each season is a different story like a different book but they're all connected and there's crossovers with other characters and their relationships and yes i like that idea yeah see i'm telling you email her and tell her about the streaming services just need to hire us for their their idea (laughs) team Please let us work for you. Yeah. We have so many bookish ideas. So many. All right. Well, everyone, don't forget to rent, borrow, buy, read The Turn of the Screw. Get your hands on a copy because it'll be a good one. I promise. And if it's not, then don't blame me. (laughs) Yes, these are classics. So you don't have to like them. They're just, they've been read forever. So it's okay. And then if you feel like it, go watch the show. The Haunting of Bly Manor. And that one's on Netflix. 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 Yes. So if you're like me and you got kicked off your family account because you don't live near them, maybe don't watch the show. (laughs) 
and you can continue to boycott Netflix with me, but <laughs> oh my gosh, no, I I loved watching them just because the story is really good, the show. But also there's like hidden ghosts in the whole show. Hmm. I think there was like a whole I could be absolutely wrong, but it was like 60 something hidden ghosts Whoa. throughout this show. And you have to like, I never noticed them first time watching it. So when I heard that, I'm like, oh, I, I thought I saw something. I went back and rewatched it. And I'm like, oh, my God, there are literally hidden ghosts everywhere. So yeah, that's kind of cool. It is. It's really, really cool. And I'm honestly like in the mood to just watch them. I'll probably do it tomorrow. Just binge it all. <laughs> all right. Anyway, now we're just rambling. So have fun get, reading. Yes. Go get new books. Let us know if you've liked this last one, how you feel about the next one. If you have any recs, please send them to us because we always need them and want yes. them. Yeah. I say we need them. We don't really need them, but we will never no, stop. We got plenty of books on our own TBRs, but we want to make sure y'all are liking what we're reading. So let us know. Yep. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.